the Playhouse and That's Not Canon Productions acknowledge the Yuggera people, traditional custodians of the land on which we are recording this show today and all surrounding areas where we live, learn and work. We also pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging. We're ready for the podcast. Oh, yeah. Are ready? Oh, I love this energy yeah. today. Oh, okay. <laughs> Exercise, up and running. We've got energy. Let's do this. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow. Hello. Welcome back to 80s Aerobics, the podcast. <laughs> That's the theme for today. <laughs> Could you imagine we're like, and bend and push. Oh, yeah. And people are like, did I? I'm confused what this I'm listening to. This is not the podcast I signed up for. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's Playhouse. Welcome back to Playhouse, roomies. Can you? believe that we're already at scene 11 yeah that's 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 proper cooked hey i thought we'd only make it to three to be honest <laughs> no i like, believed be- always believed three is so much i'm good now let's go <laughs> oh no this is it's been great fun so far i hope great we can make fun a bajillion episodes a bajillion that's to her young and old yeah um i have a bit of a bit of a q a for you go for it do you have a favorite hollywood director does Taika count? Taika Waititi? Yes. Of course. He's he's um one of our New Zealand treasurers. Whoa. He's, he is he's a treasurer. I agree. Treasurer. No, but he is one of our Kiwi um, iconics. Um, he's not Australian, just a heads up. Don't take our Lord. Don't take our – you can take our Russell Crowe. I don't really care about that one. So <laughs> <laughs> you guys can take him. <laughs> don't know Sorry, that much Rusty. about him. That's why. <laughs> but, yes, what about you? Ooh, okay. Okay. Give me a sec. Be- do I do I do really like Greta Gerwig. So oh, yes. In. She did uh, Little Woman. And Patty Jenkins. Yes. Yeah. Love a female director moment. We love That comes fem- as a surprise probably. Female directors. <laughs> yes. Go girls. <laughs> but Tigers are brilliant too. I really liked um, Hunt for the Little People. Yes. Right? Have you seen What We Do in the Shadows? Okay. I need to watch it. Okay. It's on the list. That's it's been on your on list, list for a okay. while. But we'll carry on then. And Boy, he's, he's the movie with the boy that likes Michael Jackson. Yes. Oh, and his TED Talk. Wow. And he likes to do Michael Jackson dance moves. Oh, he's so hot. I just, <laughs> he's a legend. He's absolute legend. Um, speaking of Hollywood directorial superstars, our mm-hmm. next guests are well acquainted with that world. <gasps> oh my God. Are they starring in the movie? Better. <gasps> They're starring in the franchise. Marvel Universe. Hit me. You're so close. You're not <laughs> close at all, Dal. They, <laughs> these legends have created yeah? Pulp Fiction. Uh-huh. They've made Kill Bill, yeah. Jackie Brown, uh, Django, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, etc., 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 etc. That's any, an impressive any... resume. <gasps> Ooh. Could it be? It is Maureen Bauer and Jack Kelly, the director and writer of the Powerhouse's upcoming two-man Tarantino, a comedy <gasps> dream for any movie lover. Oh, my gosh. Well, I think that's enough of our barking, hey? Hey? Is this a reference oh. to something? It's a little bit of a cheeky it is reference a, there. Is it a reference? Okay. A bit oh, of it's a gone straight over cheeky my reference head, there. <laughs> a, not the best thing in the world, but that's okay. It's a reference to it. <laughs> but, yeah. Are you excited to be doing this interview? Absolutely. Let's get into it. They are a hoot. Let's do this. Here we go. Woohoo! Welcome to the show, Jack and Maureen. Hi. 
<laughs> We're Thank super you. excited to have you here today to talk specifically about two-man Tarantino. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, first questions first. Is that a weird thing to say? Anyway. I um, liked it. First things first. <laughs> first things first. Anyway, can you tell us a little something about the show? Ooh, it's a hard one to explain. You go. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Says you the writer. I'm no good with words. You go. <laughs> So this show is a concept that was created by Christopher Wayne, who's the producer of the show as well. And he came up with this concept of the very last video store that exists in Australia, um, which is cool. And that's a little Tarantino reference as well, because Quentin did actually work in a video store. So nice little reference, double reference in there. Fun trivia. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's the night of the very last night of the very last video store in Australia. Um, and a customer comes in to return a DVD and from... From there, somehow, somehow. <laughs> they end up reenacting and enjoying and celebrating every single Quentin Tarantino movie. Well done. Thank you. That was good. Very succinct. It was very, it was very quick point. and easy, yeah. yeah. That's me, quick it. and easy. Polished. <laughs> 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 and, and this show had a lot of success in 2018. So what makes you revisit in 2021? Oh, I think it was a chance to like comb through and polish it up and make every single joke hit harder and also get in a few more um, updated Tarantino little trivia bits and movies that have come out as well because there was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and that wasn't in there originally. So um, it's really, really fun, especially for you guys in the rehearsal room at the moment. You have all of this room to play with this show that's already been put on, but now we just get to make it 10 times funnier, 10 times quicker, punchier. Yeah. I think it's a really cool show for audiences as well. We were just saying before that it attracts such a wide range of people. Mm. And what was really surprising and it, really exciting for us as well, we had so many audience members who are not theatre goers. Mm-hmm. They're people who just love Tarantino movies and they came along. And I think that's it's really good that we were able to reach a different audience and get them into the theatre. Mm. Yeah, and Jack, what inspired you to write about... Tarantino films? Well, it was Chris's original concept. So he came up with the idea of it, which I don't know how he did it. It's like very well done to him. Um, But he also provided sort of the rough draft of the script. And so we all sat down and went, okay, all right, what do we got here? I sat down and sort of fleshed it out and put a lot more words in there. I overwrite a lot. I'm so sorry for you in the rehearsal room. Um, it's wordy. Yeah, it is. It is, our poor actors. Um, but it was just so much fun. Like, I watched every single Tarantino film. I looked up all the trivia. So it's it's densely packed, this show. There's a lot to fit in there. But I think I did a pretty good job, yeah. I hope. Well, it was, it's also really hard because... Um, Tarantino movies are known for being very long. Yes. They are long mm. movies. They are wordy, talky, yeah. and then there's a big payoff at the end. And that was another thing with our show. We were like, okay, what's the cool twist at the end? What is something that audiences won't expect? So come along and check it out. Ooh, sure. <laughs> no, yeah. plug there. The there. We're not telling you, but you have to come see. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Wish we will. <laughs> I'm like, do I guess the twist? No, I'm not going to guess it. Don't even try. Don't even try. I don't think you'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, can you tell us about how you both got involved in the project back in the heyday? Mm. Mm. So Chris is a good friend of mine. We've been doing theatre together for a long time. He's the sort of producer that just has ideas and he will have a hundred ideas yeah. and of them, there'll be like 
five golden nuggets in there. Sorry, Chris, but it's true. Oh, he's just like, bam, bam, bam. What about this? What about that? Yeah. And like, he's really, really good to have in a room to be like, okay, what can we do? That's and then right. from there, yeah. this thing sort of came up. And it, mm. I guess he approached me and said, I've got this idea. What do you think? And I love Tarantino movies. I always have. So I was like, yes, this sounds like fun. And then I said, can Jack be involved? Because he would also love it. And I didn't know Chris at the time. So Maureen, we just had like, we went to a pub, I'm pretty sure, and you were like, would you like to do this? And I was like, yes, I would. That's where all best <laughs> yeah. partnerships begin. Yeah, yeah exactly. Cheeky pub there. <laughs> to be honest, and I've never told you this, I don't know if I did, but like, I was so overwhelmed with the thought of mashing up all of these Tarantino movies together. I was like, that's a lot of work. Aww. Oh, but I had the most fun doing it. And like, just when you get into a role, like our stupid sense of humour... <laughs> There's a lot of that in this, like the dumb jokes, just stupid words. It is a silly, yeah, silly show. Yeah, so bringing that to it sort of calmed me down. I was like, oh, we're just having fun for an hour. Yeah. Yeah. And with Tarantino Films, what do you think makes it so amazing about the films that he's made and that, that captures a large audience to watch his films? Like, how did you do that? For a show. Mm, it's it's interesting because it's two completely different medias. Mm. I mean, when you're talking about what you can do on film and what you can achieve, yeah. trying to translate that over onto the stage, that's really hard. That's mm. a tricky kind of thing. So we've done our best to mimic some of the cinematic traits that um, is very iconic in the movies. But I think what's really special about his movies is that they're all really revenge-based movies, mm. which is cool. It's very cool. Such a cool concept. And I think that adds a level of tension and excitement excitement um and then he's just super iconic yeah yeah exactly very quotable very yeah. graphic and very gratuitously violent and blood everywhere and guts and i think it's i don't know it makes me excited yeah <laughs> and even just his writing style is so iconic just there's something about the words that he chooses and we've, we've brought that into the script and everything and i think that's a good grounding place to then kick off and go well we're allowed to make this the theater style of tarantino and i think it's a really good merging of those two worlds yeah. Mm. Can you walk us through as well what's happening in, like, obviously don't give us any spoilers, mm. but, like, what's happening in the rehearsal room? Has there been any funny moments and silly things? Oh, Do you get distracted as well? A lot oh of sweat. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of sweat. This is one of the funniest rehearsal rooms I've ever been in in my life, which is interesting. If you think about Tarantino movies, I don't think you would immediately say, they're comedies. No. Nah. It's funny. But we've definitely... Turned it into a massive comedy. Yes. Um, <laughs> while staying true to the essence of what the movies are, we are representing them, I think, in a in a good way and giving them a good, yeah, a good chance. Uh, but we are very silly, funny people. So um, in the in the rehearsal room, it's me, obviously, and Stephen Hurst, who's one of the performers, and Emily Christopher, and they are both ridiculous Lunatics. human beings. Yeah, <laughs> perfect people for this sort of show. And it's such... This is the sort of show where we've had to just really use our imaginations and from a really childlike point of view, mm. because it is set in a movie store, all of our props and everything are all coming from what would be accessible in a movie store. So we've really had to just use our imaginations, pretend like we're five years old and, all right, we've got to get swords. What are we going to use for swords? What are we going to use for knives? Um mm. So you yeah. can imagine there's there's mops hanging around, there's there's boxes to pack up the video store, and it's just like, oh, we'll use this. So there is that frantic sort of energy that yeah. you can really feel. You're like, how the hell are they going to make a car? How are they going to fight 88 people with, with swords? Like, how is that going to happen? <laughs> so yeah. I think from an audience's point of view, it's really interesting to kind of go on that journey and um, make all the discoveries with the actors as they're making them themselves. That was a professional that was really sentence. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Who am I? I don't know. Straight out of a textbook. 
well done. people will use it in the future now as their reference for any like Tarantino yes. films. <laughs> they'll be doing the like APA references, like <laughs> Play Hus podcast <laughs> episode eleven. <laughs> Girl, Thank now. You. With the uh, whole Tarantino films and whatnot going into the show, what's the research process like? Because you want to make sure you, everything's accurate so you won't get those Karens yeah. in the show. They'll be like, this is wrong. <laughs> those you know Karens. What, what if the Karens? <laughs> John Travolta would never have worn that costume. Yeah, yeah. But what fun and what an amazing job it is when you're – when your role is to sit down and watch the back catalogue of Tarantino movies. Yeah. Fun. So much fun. Like, yeah, it's a lot of work, but it's so great as well. You just get to remind yourself of how iconic all of his material is. And you're just like, great, you've got this plethora, this huge buffet of ideas and words and characters. Ooh, buffet. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) To draw upon. And you're just spoiled for choice. And you're just like, we can do so much with this show. One thing I've loved doing is going to um, to speak to people and say, what are your favourite moments from the movie? Because mm. do a bit of research that way because everyone has different things yeah. that they consider to be super iconic. Obviously, that's what we wanted to really focus on were the super iconic moments, but there are some clever little Easter eggs in there oh, for the diehard fans <laughs> who are coming along to test out their knowledge. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you guys know any Tarantino trivia at all? Well, we're going to get to that later. Oh, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> so we'll say that's a little spoiler for the listeners. Yeah. Hold, hold on to fun. your hats for that. Fun, fun. Uh, I wanted to talk to you about, obviously it's, it's quite clear that you both chose this project because you have a, a passion for Tarantino, but normally what would be the deciding factor for you to, like, yes, I want to be involved in this project? That's a great question. Yeah, really good. I knew I wanted to work with you. I mean, oh. we've worked with each other. Uh, you're gross. Ugh. We're Yuck. in love. <laughs> <laughs> We're not. I'm a homosexual. Anyway, um, <laughs> love you, Peanut. We've worked together a lot. Um, so as soon as Maureen was like, do you want to work with me? I was like, yes. Like, it didn't really matter what project it was. And the fact that it was a cool one, I was like, yeah, great. I think that's that's it. just so lovely. Oh. And I'm, I'm touched. Oh, Touched by a homosexual. Get over it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think it's definitely down to, um, yeah, what the story's going to be and how fun it's going to be to put it together. For me, I definitely rate my enjoyment in a project Mm. really highly. Mm. I think at the end of the day, life's short. Let's just do stuff that's fun. You're going to have a laugh. And working with Jack, of course, beautiful. The whole team. We've got such a great team together. Um, And because it's a new project as well, something that we were building from the ground up, I think it's that to me is really exciting. Yes. There's no chance for copying what anyone else is doing for this because Mm -hmm. it's our own thing. So get to put our own little stamp on it. Yeah, that's my step. <laughs> Great sound effect. Love the sound effect, yeah. <laughs> so Brisbane has had so much fabulous theatre on offer from like community, professional, independent, and sometimes a bit of a mixture. Obviously, artists need to pay the bills, mm. but how do you feel about shifting between professional, independent, and community theatre? And should there be more support all around for all aspects of types of theatre? Absolutely. I think for, in my perspective... A stage is a stage. So for me, in when I choose to do projects, it doesn't matter to me if it's professional, independent or community theatre. I love a good community theatre show. Some of my best experiences have come from community theatre. So I don't think, um, I don't think it's right to kind of have that snobbish attitude mm. of, no, I will only do a professional theatre. <laughs> yeah. Who could be bothered? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Who I cares? mean, for sure, you've got to pay the bills. Absolutely. But also, don't you want to do things that just make your heart sing and that you're really proud of and where you get to spend time with amazing people? So I think that should be a higher factor. But of course, 
we do have to live and we have to pay bills, so because mm. um, we are adults, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. we live under capitalism. You did well, yeah. yeah, yeah. Gave it a go. I couldn't have done that. <laughs> I was going to say, do you have do your you opinions think? on it as well, or I think it's a fine line. You know, we we want to do what we love, but then obviously you need to um pay the bills. So I think yeah, it just comes from. I think valuing your work and making sure that other people see that and, you know, conducting yourself as, you know, I have trained my whole life for this. So um, there should be that respect there both ways. For sure. Golden. (laughs) You. And the two of you have both worked in so many facets of the industry. What kind of projects get you excited? Is there a formula or is it something else? Mm, I love to combine directing and choreographing. That's a big passion of mine. And I think... Uh, those roles are often split and to the detriment of the show because I think if you're a storyteller, you can tell a story through acting and through dance equally. So it's it's great to be able to combine them. Yeah, I'm really drawn to comedy. Anything comedy I want to be about, I want to perform in, I want to write, that's what I'm drawn to all the time. Like the amount of silly stuff that we've done together already, um, (laughs) it's just ridiculous. Uh, So yeah, that's sort of my jam, anything funny. So you guys don't have one specific role as like a director or an act or like an actor or a writer. I don't think you can no. in this yeah. industry. You, you can't. You have to be a jack of all trades. You jack. That's the best way that I can put it, though. Like you have to be so versatile and just be open to sort of anything, really, mm. while knowing what's going to be best for you. Like I feel like both of us wear so many hats. Funnily enough, Jack and I have been on a number of shows together in different roles. Probably a very notable one. We both have toured Southeast Queensland yes. in children's theatre um, as puppeteers yeah. and as eight-year-olds. Yeah, so just so many <laughs> things like we're, you know, musical theatre performers, actors, yeah. directors, producers, puppeteers, anything and everything. So I and I just think it's so much fun. Yeah, like why do one thing for the rest of your life when you could do it all? Do you want to ex- <laughs> like experiment a new? kind of role you want to do or like Ooh. are you fine with what you're dip your tarantine toes into oh, something oh, sorry, she did it. thank you very much she did it <laughs> i'd like to be a ballerina <laughs> dreams. well i shouldn't laugh yeah thank, thank you so much <laughs> no no she shattered those dreams well what do you want to do peggy sue thank you yeah well done um well it's funny because i started out only wanting to perform. That's all I wanted to do. Mm. And I hated when people asked me to choreograph things because I'd be like, no, I must only perform. And then I kind of went, you know what? Performing's really hard. Get me on the other side of the table where I just get to bark orders at people. Yeah, (laughs) perfect. So who knows? Who's to say in the future that I might drift off into something else? That's it. I think it's just good being open to new opportunities as well because you never know what you're going to learn. You might enjoy that more than the thing that you're doing right now and that's a really cool adventure to go on. And in independent theatre, you have to do everything. Yeah. You end up directing, choreographing. Rigging the lights. Choosing the costumes. Yep. <laughs> do it all. Do it all. <laughs> well, maybe ballet's on your path then. Maybe. maybe. That's the next. Yeah, don't hold your breath. So, um, yeah, cool. <laughs> now, it's, it's hard to determine whether, like, new work is going to be successful or not. Mm. How do you pick what you want to invest your time and money into? I think for us, it's not as huge a risk mm. because when you're coming into a show as a creative, you're being employed as a contractor to come in and to put your spin on it. At the end of the day, it's up to the producer and it's their risk. Yes. Mm. So <laughs> I would not be a producer for anything. It's a lot. It's it's a <laughs> It's the one role you don't want to do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and even with this show, I remember opening night, we cuz we'd spent 2 weeks in the rehearsal room running amok, being mm-hmm. silly, yeah. and on opening night, we were chatting before going, 
Is this a show? Are we funny? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Because it's so insular in that rehearsal room and then you're like... Let's show some people. Do they like it? Ah, so yeah, being a producer is is really tough. So I think we yeah, we are very lucky just to be able to put our creative spin on it. Yeah, very lucky. Yes, <laughs> and also this show was super successful. Yeah. So at the end of the it's day, going back as well. So yeah. obviously it means it's successful. Yeah, <laughs> paid off. And <laughs> and the fact that we were drawn to it, you know, not thinking about money, not thinking about results, but just because we wanted to have fun with it, and um, we knew we'd enjoy the process. I think it's been you know mm. win win. Mm. Yeah. Well, do you have advice then for people who do want to get involved in a new work in mm. a creative capacity? I think make sure you're super passionate about it because that will take you a long way. If you're not passionate about what you're doing, then you won't turn up to work every day excited about it with new ideas. Um, it'll be a hard slog. So I think make sure just choose projects that you're really drawn to, that the team are amazing, um, that you feel like a really good part of the team. And yeah, I think that will definitely help. Yeah. On top of that, I'd say hustle, you know, be proactive in what you want to do, set goals for yourself and timeframes, because that always helps me. But then also be patient with yourself. Things aren't going to happen overnight, especially new projects got to be patient and collaborate with people because yeah. it can't all just be on you it's great when you three head smash it together with someone else and get a good idea <laughs> yeah we've actually it. done that before do you remember falling over in the park oh <laughs> my gosh we oh did no. smash heads it yeah maybe that's much. why this show was oh. so stupid <laughs> we bumped our heads too many times and then in the show at the Powerhouse. Oh Jack had to. Okay, here's a story ah, time. Here we go. Story time. Here we go. I don't know if this is relevant, but <laughs> no, here we go. Go for it. It. <laughs> it was a great show that Jack had written for Short and Sweet. Yeah. Was it? Mm -hmm. And there was a move that we had to do. He picked me up. It was a physical show, very, very physical. We very played physical. 80s aerobics instructors from Liechtenstein or something like that. So <laughs> we all talked <laughs> like sis. Yeah, brisi bun. Jack picked me up and he had to drop me backwards, just uh -oh. gently, like a little swing. He must have bent his legs or misjudged. Too much. I'm a long noodle body and he did not realise that. Nope. He, he dropped me and my head smashed into the Vizzy Theatre <laughs> stage. The whole audience was like, ooh. But it was one of those movements where she went down but then had to come back up to me. Oh. So she went smack and then came back up and she was just like, oh, looking at me. I was like, oh, so uh -oh. sorry. I had an egg on my head and I had a migraine and you and Ethan went and got fish and chips and I just sat in the room like a sad little doll. Isn't it bad that I forgot about that? It obviously stuck with you. Well, it had quite an impact on my head. Mm, yes, Let me tell did. you that. Yes. Old Humpty Dumpty the over here. There. I have no idea what we were talking about or why that story. But there you go, listeners. Enjoy. Enjoy that little nugget. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. If you think that, do you think they, the audience would have thought, oh, is it? A part of it, or is it? Accidental? I think it was pretty, <laughs> pretty obvious. It was okay. Yeah. You know what, though? Don't feel special. You're not the first girl I've dropped oh, on stage. No. I once dropped someone on the playhouse <gasps> stage. You? Yeah, Amelia in Greece. Do you know what? I don't oh. think you should be a ballerina. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. Good Come call to think back. Of it. Yeah. Back in my dance days, there was this rule that my my um teacher put in place: is if a boy ever dropped a girl, like you know, acro, adage, whatever. He'd have to buy her a Freddo, <gasps> oh. and Freddos were like a dollar, which you know when you're twelve, that's a lot of money. That's a good deal. I'm gonna so buy then you they, a Freddo. They would go, they would like dive to put their hands under. <laughs> no, you will not fall on the ground. So then they get their hands like smacked on the ground, squished. But it's like, oh well, caught them. Yeah. Kind of. Don't have to buy the Freddo. Well, I got to buy two Freddos today. You do. There you go. There you go. Problem solved. <laughs> Payment. Thanks. And as you guys are doing like new work and whatnot, do you kind of like? 
realize new advice that you would put to yourself as well and you'd want to give to new people as well like you learn as you go absolutely yeah just trying to think of any good little nuggets of truth like even Mm. like doing tarantino have you learned something new either about yourself or like working with a team definitely i think one thing that i've learned we watched back the archival footage and i think I mean, you learn and grow with every single show that you do. And that was two years ago now. So I've got two years worth of directing. Well, one year. No one worked in 2020. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's irrelevant. No one mentions that. Yeah. <laughs> so I watched watched it back with fresh eyes and went, oh, Nelly, <laughs> I made some choices there, didn't I? So I think even just being able to watch back on stuff you've done, as cringeworthy as mm. it is, it's super important to check in on yourself and go, wow, how far have I come? What things would I do differently now that would make all the difference? I don't have a good answer. I was oh. just watching your little head being like, she's speaking really well. <laughs> <laughs> that is so unhelpful to this whole interview, Soz. That's kind of our dynamic. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Stare at each other adoringly. Oh, oh, gross. oh this is gross. No, I'm talking about Tarantino, like... come on. Blood. Well. Show me your ass. <laughs> too far. No, too far. Always too far. <laughs> oh, well, I'd, l- I'd love to talk about projects outside of Two Men Tarantino. Why? Like, is, is there anything? <laughs> well, that's a good point. That is a good point. We're having a lot of fun on the, the tar- I love your honesty. Yeah. Like, why? why? Maureen. We've got to stay on Tarantino topic. Oh. Oh, oh, yeah, I'll sort of pay it. I'll sort of, it. Yeah, no. I'll give I'll, you half a dollar. Yeah. Half a Freddo. Half a Freddo, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yep, yep. Oh, well, is there any other career highlights that you two can think of? Bit of a broad question, but Ooh. anything that sticks out is like that helped me get to the next step? Oh, well, everything does. Yeah. Every single thing you do leads on to the next project. Honestly, the funny touring times that Jack and I have, mm. we, if anyone has ever done school touring, it's a hard gig. It's really, it's really grueling. hard. And you have to make your own fun sometimes. You do. We certainly made our own fun. So much fun. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like I feel like that sort of, you know, our relationship grew from that and then we realised we want to work together and be silly together. So You yeah. have many great highlights. Go on, list a few things. Which ones? Your famous little boy. Your famous little boy. <laughs> Gross. Gross. Uh, like what? What do you mean? Well... Speaking of things adding on to the next thing, we we were working with Camp Quality doing puppeteering oh, right, yes, in a right. school, which is great. From that. Well, from that, yeah, yeah. So I continued puppeteering, but on Channel 10 for a preschool show. So it's Don't funny. Don't just brush over that. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. And it, was, it was fun. Like the last five years at Channel 10 have been amazing because then I got to, you know, explore producing and writing for TV and presenting on like Totally Wild and Toasted TV and all these shows wow. that we sort of grew up watching. And I was like... This is amazing. So it's so weird how one path can lead you to another. And it's just being open to those opportunities. All I went to the TV audition with was just puppeteering experience, obviously acting and, you know, performing. But really the role was puppeteering. So I was like, well, here we go. I don't know anything about TV, but this is what you're going to get. And I was just open to learning a whole new sort of skill set and industry. And it's been amazing because now I've got sort of these two paths that interconnect really, really well together. It makes me really, really nervous when I hear particularly um, industry people who are teaching the next generation, when they say to them, have a goal. You've got to have a goal and just go towards that goal with everything Mm. you have. I think that's actually really um, not a great idea because if you're open to just um, seeing whatever comes your way, then your eyes are open and you're accepting different opportunities. But if you're so transfixed on one thing, I think you can miss amazing opportunities that come your way. So it's really important just to just to be aware of what's out there and just say yes to lots yeah. of different opportunities. Um, yeah. Yeah. Be flexible with it all. Yeah. 
I and quite like that, yeah. Because yeah. everyone, I remember like in high school and like probably, probably not university, but everyone's like stick to the, make sure you have like a 10 year yeah. path oh, goal. Oh no, look, no, can like, I just say this? I think high school can be so damaging because yeah. it's like, it's not going to fit every single person. Like, and if you're not excelling at high school, don't worry. It's not the end of the <laughs> yeah. world. It's yeah. going to be fine. Yeah. You know, I think the biggest goal for me is just to be happy and have fun with what I do mm-hmm. and everything else that happens fits around that goal, which is a bit wishy-washy, hippy-dippy, but like it, it works. It's been working for about 10 <laughs> years now. So I'm like, great. And it's yeah. done great things for you so far. So far. And so we, far. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we are people who we get all of our money from the performing arts. So, mm. you know, that's, that's not so bad. Yeah. yeah. Doing okay, kid. Doing okay. Doing okay. <laughs> so many voices. <gasps> Well, I think. Do you want to do the do the game that we're going to be doing? Yes, and I like the accent. <laughs> <laughs> don't know which accent. It is. I like it. It's her new accent. It's, an, I don't it's, know. A, it's foreign. We'll yep. workshop it. Don't worry. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so the game is called Tarantino. What? Ah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Okay. So basically, I'm gonna. <laughs> I got it. You didn't. So basically, I'm gonna explain how it goes. So we have a collection of a variety of quotes from some of Tarantino's films. Oh, okay. Good luck. Yeah. To so yeah. Far out. First one to say their name is their buzzer, or you can create a buzzer yourself. Test your buzzer. That's oh. my buzzer. Yeah. My buzzer. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Knew it. Cool. That's very very gentle and dainty, it just is. like me. Mm. It's a big contrast. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So basically, yeah. First one to say their buzzer and correctly guess the film it's from mm-hmm. and the year. And the oh, year. get out of town. Actually, for another bonus point. Bonus yeah. point. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. That's hard. <laughs> yeah. I will not get one of those. And we'll say let's say plus or minus two years either side. So if it came out like let's Good one. O three, and yep. you say O one, fabulous. If you say O five, fabulous. Good point. Because I feel like it's a bit hard. Because then you could be like, oh, if it came out. I think it came out in like the nineties. So if I say ninety five, that's kind of in the middle. Yes, we're you doing. Know? Hearing a lot of math. No, no, we're doing that. <laughs> okay, two plus two is four. <laughs> Guys, I love <laughs> games. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Jack is so competitive. <laughs> no, I, I, you're more competitive. Excuse me. All right, we're ready. Now. You should come back. Yeah, we're doing holiday yes. games. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, I'm, and I'm gonna keep. I'll keep track of points over here. Yeah, please. <laughs> okay. My palms are sweaty already. I'm Knees like, weak, mom spaghetti. All right, let's play. Maybe I'll have a lolly. <laughs> yeah, I think you Would anyone else like a lolly? <laughs> no, thanks. Yes, I'm all good. good. I've got enough sugar in my system already. Oh, <laughs> it's happening. Okay, sorry. <laughs> okay, I won't open it yet. Okay, do you want to go do you want to first? Open? Yeah. Okay. okay. Can you stop? Now, me? just before we do this, okay. we're not going to give you any accents, impressions, mm-hmm. acting. I'm mm-hmm. just going to say the line. Okay. 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 <coughs> yeah, I need a little breath of... <laughs> and now, remember, also, oh, remember mm-hmm. you've got to say your buzzer before you say your answer. Okay. Yep. Yep. And some also, the, some of the quotes are a bit long, so if you want to risk it and go straight oh. into it, yep. go for it. Okay. But if you want to hear the whole thing and just feel it, yep. and go for it. <laughs> Great. And so this is not me acting. Okay. 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 Are you going to bark all day, me little dog? <gasps> no, I knew me, it. Me, Maureen, yeah. It's Maureen first. First of all, it's Mr. Blonde. That's the character. I don't know if that's a bonus point, but I'm going to take it. <laughs> Let's. Reservoir yeah. Dogs, oh, baby. Yes. And can you give us a year, plus or minus two years? Uh, 18. <laughs> 18. No. Um, I'm going to say 96. Oh, it's 92. Oh. Oh. No, it's okay. You get your two points there. We'll give you your point for Reservoir Dogs, your point for the character. Oh. Thank you. So currently point for the, the character. Yeah, I just made that up. Yeah, yeah. you did. Like, I'll be generous. I feel All right, like that's, no, that's okay. Yeah. My okay. time's coming. So we're doing 2-0. All right, are you ready? Yep. 
When you get to hell, John, tell them Daisy sent you. Me, 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 me. Oh. Oh. No, you go. I think Maureen got that one. <laughs> Fine. It's definitely Hateful Eight. Yes. What year? Um, I mean, first of all, I don't know who said it, but they're talking to Daisy Domague. Um, I said her last name, so that's got to count for something. No. 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 Damn it. <laughs> Didn't. Hateful Eight. That was recent. Pretty it, recent. Yes. Do you know it? Jack? I feel like it's definitely after 2015. Oh. I think, uh, no, I'm not going to help you. What am I doing? You go. This is your point. All right. Good luck. I'm going to say 2016. You would. Yep. 2015. So you get a point there. <laughs> oh, do I get a point? Do you reckon, Chels? Yes. You be the, yes, you the judge. We'll give him, do we I give like him a freebie? Be generous. We'll give him a freebie. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so the score to update, our score is four to one. Ooh. Uh, okay. Are you ready for our next quote? We're yes, ready. I am. When you factor in, you can get three points for, uh, for getting it, you know? Yeah, it's pretty, pretty doable. I'm okay, ready. Jack's um, doing a little bit of yoga here. To I'm prep just himself. so excited. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do a bonus episode, and you guys can come in again. We'll do a massive trivia game here. Yes. <laughs> we'll just get scripts from the entire, and I'll just like scroll. But page eighty-seven. Um, he says, "Hello, Dolly." <laughs> which which movie? Which movie is that? <laughs> um, yeah, done. Sign okay, me up. Okay, okay, okay. Next can, one. Can you shush um, and just let me have a go? Thanks. <laughs> That's a bingo. Me, 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 me. We didn't oh, even get to finish the fries. <laughs> That was so quick. I feel like that was you can have it. Inglorious Bastards. Yes. Yep. And what the gear? Yep. Yep. Any character if you know it? Uh, yes. It is the uh the Jew Hunter. But his name is no. I don't. It's Christopher Waltz. That's the actor. Mm. That's a point. <laughs> Stop giving me those little eyes. Those little beady eyes. I can't help it. They're my eyes. Anyway, um, and the year was. I feel like that was Hateful Eight was 2015. So this I think is 20. 18. No! Is it early what? on? What? Oh, that was not a bingo. It was 09. Oh. 09? Oh, oh no! Oh, no. <laughs> oh, right. Well, I'm going to open up my toffee now. But the score is now 4 to 3. Can I so have to say the character? Because I can Sorry, I'm just opening my toffee. Do you reckon? Do we let her steal the point? I don't want to be... Oh, you do it. I'm not deciding. Do you know what? <laughs> I don't have to have the point, but I just know it's... Hans Lander. Um, uh, anyway. Well, we know for next drive time. Drive through this into the microphone. Oh, that, that is yeah. juicy. Okay. Bit of ASMR for the listeners. All right, it's gone now. Oh, you swallow it? Yep. What? what? Guys, I'm talented. All right, here we go. Can't it get stuck? That's chewing gum. Okay. I know, because it happened. Oh, <laughs> no, no. Anyway. So just to recap, score is 4-3. Just... I didn't That's it. A... <laughs> sorry, yes. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. You guys run this. We are. 4-3. That's too close for my liking. 4-3. Oh, no. All right. Chelsea, here you go. So this one might be obvious, but anyway, we'll give it a go. Yep. Ready? Yep. The D is silent. Beep, beep, beep. Maureen? I so had that. It's Django. Yep. Yes. And Django the character was his is Django. name. <laughs> and what was the year? Mm-hmm. Um, Get it right. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. Well. 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 Was that Jeopardy music? If we, dun, dun, we, dun, we could do a hint. Dun, 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 no, don't. You can't do a hint. 2007. No, it's oh. way later. It was the year of the apocalypse. 2012. <laughs> Ding dong. Okay, hard. so the score is 6-3. For oh, our final question. No. This one is a biggie. I'm so going to say it I'm gonna say it in extreme slow-mo. Okay. Because okay. it's short? No. No, because hopefully you should know it. Because okay. it all, okay. I, th- I feel like you'll get it after two words. Mm. So I'm just going to say it in extreme slow-mo. <clears throat> <clears throat> okay. Oh. <laughs> I'm... Sorry. Beep, beep, beep. What? Pop what? fiction. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. No. Did that break your concentration? Oh, yeah, she said the phrase. Correct, correct. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Do you know a year and a character? Jules. 
um, played by Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, we know. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Salty over here. So salty. What is Pulp Fiction? 94. Bingo! That was a Cinderella story ending. Well done. (laughs) Congratulations. The score ended up being... Oh, quick maths. We don't need to... Yeah, she won. (laughs) It's okay. But you're always welcome back for a rematch anytime. Thank you. I will say my heart is pounding and my hands are sweaty. I'm like, you've earned a lot. Mum's spaghetti. Well done. (laughs) Well done, mate. Thank you. Oh, great work, team. I'd be pretty disappointed in myself if I didn't win. Are you disappointed in me? Not even close. Good work. Correct answer. (laughs) (laughs) Now, where can uh, our podcast listeners catch up to your socials? Like, do you have something like for the Dumont Tarantino film? But also yourselves. Also yourselves as creative artists. Where can people follow you? Absolutely. Mm, Yes. Go onto the Instagrams. (laughs) Tourman Tarantino. (laughs) Yeah, with the number two. Yes. Because I think the name was too long to fit in a handle. That's information Good you probably to know. don't need. But no, but in case anyone wants to know. In case that know. pops up in the trivia next time. That's why. Yeah. Two yeah. men Tarantino. <laughs> um, you can follow me if you like. For silly, silly content. Yeah, you have good content. Videos of my dog. Um, Maureen B, B-double-E. And I'm just Jack Kelly with a lot of whys. Too many whys. But, well, Jack Kelly was taken. It's pretty boring. Where are the whys? Is it you, Jack Kelly? No, Jack Kelly. <laughs> oh. And again, a lot of dog content. I have a beagle. Oh, what's its name? Franklin. Franklin. He's the sassiest, saddest thing in the world. He's got all this eyeliner. He's oh. beautiful. Yeah. Oh, I love Beagle. I love a dog. I love all doggos. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy dog lady. Oh, and of course, sad. Facebook as well. You can head to just search Two Men Tarantino or Maureen Barra or Jack Kelly. <laughs> and tickets are then on Two Men Tarantino website? On the Powerhouse. Powerhouse. Powerhouse website. Just head there. Page. It. Although You'll it's selling us. so well, mm. I feel like there'll be one ticket left by the time this episode goes live. That's so a hop bingo. to it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, it is selling extremely well. Absolute hotcakes. Yeah. Yeah. When Chris told us the numbers, we were like, eh, great, cool. Before we'd even begun rehearsing, it was more than 50% sold. <gasps> really? Yeah. I think everyone's just eager after the year that we had last year to get back out there and have some fun. Mm, so yeah. walk away. Definitely. Mm. Awesome. <laughs> also, if you do come to see the show, make sure you wear white. Because there is a good chance that you might be sitting in a splash zone. Um, oh. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So don't wear your so favourite So white blazer I've got here. Yes, <laughs> perfect. Like, will, yeah. We will decorate it for you. Yeah. Wow. Love that. So maybe don't wear something you love a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to be selling, selling like those theme park ponchos out we the front? Sh- yeah. That is actually a good merch idea. Last time when, when we did it, we had a big piece of plastic in mm. the splash zone so people could lift it up. <laughs> they had to because they got covered. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That'd be me. I'd be like, I'm oh, soggy. Yeah. <laughs> so stay tuned for ponchos. <gasps> That's right. Fun little yeah. idea. Poncho match. Mm. Or like a little, like a, um, like an umbrella hat. And you just do like this. And it yeah. Just put your head at the good stage. Luck, nope. That's going to be really good for the people sitting behind you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps a goggle. Oh, a smart goggle. Yeah. A Any, goggle option. Anything's yeah. possible here. Yeah. yeah great. He's all good ideas. Just come on. Come on. <laughs> do you want to do the last question? Yeah. So um, we ask this of all of our roomies. Because like Playhouse We call roomies. you guys roomies. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Um, so where's home for you? Like our address? No. <laughs> so like, you guys, um, stalk me? Well. So like you guys have been touring around the state, you're at, at, across all different theatres, but where do you feel most in your element? Oh. Brizzy bun, for sure. Just, yeah. just here. Yeah, for sure, brizzy bun. But then also just, yeah, and doing anything creative in brizzy bun, I guess. Yeah. Gorge. I actually thought Breezy Bun was a suburb. I was oh. like, where's oh, that? Sorry, we were talking in past show. <laughs> yeah. 
Can we also discuss the fact, Brizzy Bun, if you had a bakery in the middle of the CBD, (gasps) why am I not an entrepreneur? Honestly. Sell your goggles then. Goggles and sell your ponchos and goggles. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, sounds like an awful store. (laughs) Yeah, I probably wouldn't shop there to be honest. Maybe not. Mixed variety of stuff. (laughs) I was thinking like a bakery though, you could do like little like finger buns or hot cross buns. Done. All sorts Sold. of buns. Anything bun related. Yeah. Yeah. Buns. yeah. yeah. But a bun nets, if you're doing, you know, a bun, you know. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Jack, have your ballerina now. career. There we go. <laughs> circle back. Yes. Here we Good are. circle back. Thank well you done. very much. Oh, well, thank you so much, guys, for coming to the Playhouse. It's been an absolute hoot have you guys here. Indeed. <laughs> well, if, yeah. if you like what you heard here, oh. come and see two men. <laughs> <laughs> you big burly boy. I hate it. I hate it so much. I love it. Also, oh. we're available for games anytime. So. Oh, Hooray. We'll let you know if there's like a little cheeky bonus episode. We'll be like, yeah. hey, come on over. Hurrah. <laughs> Not just games here. If anyone at home is ever playing a game. Oh, we love games. <laughs> Please, yeah. we'll be there. Yeah. Knocking at your door with a nice mm. Savion. Sa- uh, blonde. A nice white. A nice white. <laughs> yeah. 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 Wine. <laughs> That's it. But no, honestly, thank you guys so much. You guys are absolute legends and so entertaining and we can't wait to see you at Two Men Tarantino. We'll be there. Heck yeah. Thank you. Woohoo. It is the Playhouse Picks time. Woohoo. Yay, yay, yay. Yay, yay, yay. And what better way to start off this segment when this show that we've been chatting about for about 30 minutes, would you say? Yeah, 30 minutes. Somewhere less than an hour. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to give you all the juicy details you could possibly need to get your hands on a two-man Tarantino ticket. I really don't need to give you much explanation on this one, Brooke, but it's just going to be a fantastic. It's just going to be fantastic, really. And you simply must book a ticket. And they did say it is selling quickly, though, as well. Yeah. So if you haven't gotten a ticket now, there might not be any left. So I really would not hesitate. If obviously, if you're driving, don't touch phone while driving. Um, <laughs> and if you're like at the gym, don't do that. Right? Maybe just hop off the treadmill. Maybe put stop some- the treadmill. Not do it while you're running. <laughs> or you, maybe you could ask Siri. I don't know how powerful <laughs> she is, but. Maybe she could help you out. Yeah. Just don't, but, um, yeah, but get hot to it straight away. Yeah, it is going down from the 18th to the 27th of March at the Brisbane Powerhouse. We say a lot about the Brisbane Powerhouse. There's a lot going yeah. on in there. But yeah, jump over to brisbanepowerhouse.org to secure your seat. Heck yeah. Now we're going to change the vibe a bit for our next Playhouse pick, but in a really fun, super cool, super groovy way. Ooh. The Queensland Symphony Orchestra are going from strength to strength this year and they are coming back with yet another cultural experience that brings the greatest composers of all time to Brisbane. That's a pretty big call. That's a big call there. But I think they're right. This time around QSO are performing the music from the classic ballet Firebird with composition by the likes of Mozart, Stravinsky and Weber. It is sure to be a fiery performance. Oh, I said that with a shimmy just so you all know from home. A fiery <laughs> performance that you don't want to miss. Grab your tickets at qso.com.au for this Friday the 19th of March. Okay. A little bit of an intense one next up. House Ship comes to QUT Gardens Theatre from the 22nd to the 23rd of March and tells the true story of the Ticonderoga ship on its voyage to Australia. Now, 200 deaths later amidst a typhoid outbreak, House Ship follows the young doctor James William Henry Vetch, who was charged with the daunting task of keeping the passengers alive long enough to see the shores of Australia. You can find tickets at gardenstheatre.qut.edu.au. Oh, bless QUT. Bless QUT. We're, we're from QUT. Well, I'm yeah. doing it at well, the like, moment. I'm, I'm like, like a, um, what do they say? Alumni. Alumni. Alumnus. And guess, I'm a student. <laughs> Just for now, you're nearly done. 
Nearly done. One more year. You can do it, girl. Um, for a super cash night out on the town. Ooh. I love a super cash night out on the town. We need to do that, actually. We do. We're not living cash enough lives. Mm. We should be more cash. Yeah, cash. If you want to be more cash, listen to some smooth jazz and sip on your favourite beverage. Cocktail. Um, Yes. <laughs> yes. Just before we had a bit of a break and we found some wine glasses and a bottle of Pepsi and it looked <gasps> like red wine and we were <laughs> feeling very what fancy. What did we say? It was a very dark Shiraz. A dark Shiraz. With a Pepsi and a wine glass. But you wouldn't have known. If, if someone walked in, they wouldn't, they wouldn't have been like, that's definitely not red wine. No. It just looked like a dark – I don't even drink red wine, but I'm like, it looked like a dark Shiraz. We looked fancy. Anywho, so that would be our, our beverage. Tell us what your <laughs> beverage is. DM us. Our – Final Playhouse pick of the week is Jazz and Tonic by Footlights Theatrical. Now, this one gives audiences an evening with Footlights' very own rat pack. Mosey on down to the Reload Espresso Cafe and Bar for some quality tunes from the jazz era to now. You can grab your tickets at footlightstheatrical.com.au. Get in quick because this one is only around 21st to the 23rd of April. Do you want to let our roomies know where they can find all the deets for this week's episode before we go? Well, you guys should know this already, but I'm going to say it anyway. That's fine with me. Go, go. I'm, 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 I'm a nice person. I'm just acting mean. It's a character choice. It's a character choice. <laughs> but as usual, all the links, tickets, Insta pages, and all that groovy stuff can be found in the show notes of this episode. And if you would like to say hi before our episode next week, you can scoot over to our Insta at Playhouse Pod or check out our Facebook at Playhouse Podcast. There's also our cheeky website. Go to the theaterhouse.com and click on the Playhouse tab. You're going to do it, Brooke? House. H A U S. House tab. There we go. <laughs> now, let's, get, let's wrap this episode up. <laughs> oh, laughter is the best medicine. What if, speaking of laughter. I was in tears. My cheeks not, hurt. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. That was entertaining what at the same work? time. The amazing duo. And they were able to bounce off so lovely as well. So nice. But what was your favourite little little tidbit? I think it was the fact that they just they were just passionate about Tarantino's films and having it to put it back onto a, a stage for the second time round. It just mm. makes it even more, like, twice as fun because they know that it's been a success. They're going to bring it back. Absolutely. Oh. I love that for them. And we're super excited to see Two Man Tarantino. Do you think if they do a sequel to the show, they'll call it, like, Tarantino or, like, Tarantine 2? Tarantine 2. Yeah. Like, Aww. maybe, like, 10 years from now. Here's a, here's a bit of a tip, um, bit of a, bit of a um, what would we call it? A pitch. Bit of a pitch, yeah. That's a good idea. Go yeah. Bit of a bit of a pitch to to Rentino or Tarantino too. I don't mind either way, but I think that'd be fun. Like you know, like twenty years from now, surely there'll be more movies. Mm. Surely, surely it'll be something there. Yeah, but anyway, it'll be like the last night in online streaming services. <laughs> that is that a new point, thing. We'll just have chips in our arms that have all the movies in the world. <laughs> yeah, and literally. you can just watch the movie inside your brain. That is. A Black Mirror episode. I am waiting to is see. Is it actually? No, it's not. Oh, okay. I was like, it could be a pitch, but you never know. You never know. But yes. All the best until we talk to you again. Who's our guest next week, Chelsea? Can you give us a bit of a sneak preview? All I'm going to say is... Dun, dun, thank you for the podcast, for bringing it to me. 
I'm going to cry. I'm like, I'm trying to hold my laugh at the same time. <laughs> That's why it sounds like a wreck. Well, Chelsea, I'm going to say that you are the podcast queen. Da-dun. Oh, no, stop it. You are. Oh, that's a good hint. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, was, it was coded. <laughs> I don't get this stuff. <laughs> but it's true anyway. Anyway, everyone, we will catch you all next week, my loves. Oh, next week. Yep. I've got all this energy from that game. I'm like, <laughs> thanks, guys. See you later. Bye. 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 And see. Whoa. Have you ever wondered what Tina Fey has in common with Jonathan Swift? Or how Star Wars is connected to feudal Japan? Or just how pervasive Shakespeare's influence still is? I'm Rhonda. And I'm Erin. And our show Pop DNA explores the literary and historical roots of your favorite pop culture works. Like the Greek mythology and early 20th century feminism echoed in the film Wonder Woman or the classic dystopian fiction and real-life political revolutions that informed the Hunger Games. Every month, we bring you a deep-dive discussion of a selected pop culture work, featuring jokes no one will think are funny, and literary references no one asked for. Find us at thepopdna.blog. Or anywhere you get your podcasts. By the way, Shakespeare is bigger than Disney. Disney.